0: Hello and welcome to Red Nets, the official podcast of Empire of the Cop. I'm Rick and joining me as always is Farrell and Stee. So it's been another interesting week. Uh, we've had transfer rumours aplenty. We've had links left, right and centre. And there's been a few standout names. We've got Ed Edmilson De Silva Monterio, also known as Otavio. Uh, he's a 26-year-old Brazilian attacking midfielder from FC Porto. That's uh, been linked by Portuguese outlet Ebola, not Ebola, Ebola. Uh, so, uh, Steve, what what do we what do we know
1: about him? Yeah, it's, it's quite strange at the minute. Um, there's not a peep outside of Portugal that I've seen in terms of uh, transfer rumours. Everything does seem to be in Portugal. There are other outlets over there, uh, Record and another Portuguese-named newspaper that I can't remember the name of, mainly because it is in Portuguese. Um, they're, all, they're all Lincoln, i will say, you if you're with Liverpool. Um, to be honest with you, I've not heard much about it. Uh, I've not heard much about him either to be honest um before all this kicked off but he's a he's a well sought after player it was seen and um yeah for me i'm gonna be waiting until um one of the uk-based journalists say something uh that's not really worked in the past but with everything coming from just portugal uh, and not brazil um i'm a little bit skeptical of the links at the minute
0: so uh farrell like obviously like steve said there's been no peep out of any of the uk journalists um is that uh, that's becoming less of a concern as, as time goes by? Uh, do you do you have any do you feel like there's any weight to these these rumours?
2: I think I'd follow Steve's lead here. I think it's a bit suspicious that a lot of the reports are coming. Well, basically, all the reports are coming out of Portugal. I think the the only uh, people we, peeps we've heard outside of Portugal have been from uh, the British press citing those very same uh, reports. And um, more bizarrely, as well. Uh, There's a speculation surrounding his fee, which uh, seems to vary between 40 million and 60 million euros. With some publications stating that that he's available for 40 million euros if we go for him before the end of June, at which point his release course course kicks in, which is 60 million euros. Yeah. If that's the case, can't really see that happening
0: yeah so uh, so i have here that he has a 35 million pound release clause uh, that gets bumped to 51 million after wednesday which is uh, june 30th uh so basically if we get in now we can save 16 million which isn't a you know a disposable amount of money um although that kind of smells like the agent trying to force through a deal uh just to try and you know bump his his fee up and and all that kind of stuff. Uh, would you Would you agree, Steve? Sorry, I just I just caught you.
1: I asked you just as you took a sip. That's a, that's not a problem. The coffee can wait. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it it does sound a bit like that to me, especially when uh, all the reports, uh, like we've been saying, all come from Portugal. Um, I wouldn't be a surprise if its representatives have been feeding this to the local press and it's just sort of got out from there. Like Farrell says, all the reports that you see in the UK um, and even in in Spain um, are all just referring to the Portuguese outlets. So it it does seem a little bit fishy. And uh, like Farrell says, the transfer fee is meant to go to 60 million euros after um, once Thursday comes around. And at that point, I, I, Liverpool aren't going to be spending 60 million euros on a player that half has ever even heard of.
0: Yeah. Uh, so to give you some context, uh, he's uh, basically he's made th- uh, 43 appearances in all comps last season, uh, five goals and 12 assists. Uh, he is currently contracted to June. Uh, uh, June 30th 2025 (laughs) now I think that is the current contract that he's he's on uh if I if I'm right then it's still even after Thursday the old uh, it's 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 still the same it's not getting bumped up to 2026 onwards or whatever it's I I think don't don't quote me on this which is what you want to hear from someone who works on a on a news website uh (laughs) Is that like, yeah, so basically, after, uh, well, as soon as, like Steve says, Thursday rolls around, still the same contract. It's just that the release clause kicks in, which is, I mean, I've seen, uh, it's not uncommon for the, those kind of things to, to happen, really. It's just that it's just, the play is just so, it's so out of left field. Uh, like, no one, any, and hardly anyone outside of Portugal is talking about him. It's just, I mean, I'd never heard of it. Uh, heard of the guy? Uh, he's 26 years old, and I, you know, he hasn't really, uh, to my knowledge, hasn't broken into the to the Brazilian team or anything like that. Uh, so, yeah, it's 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 a it's a a, a weird one for sure. Uh, it's all crocks around that contract. Uh, so, according to Ebola, uh, Liverpool have advanced forcefully, uh, forcefully. To prize the playmaker away from Porto. And Klopp has informed the powers that be of his desire to work with him. Marco Grugic, uh, who spent last season on loan at Porto uh, from Liverpool, uh, has tipped to head the, uh, the other way as part of a swap deal. But such a proposal is not expected to come to fruition. That's coming from Sports Mole. Uh, again such a like swap deals just don't seem to happen in this day and age it it's just such a random story um uh, like grugic i mean he seems like he's uh he settled down quite well in, in porto um had a fairly successful season over there from what i've uh, what i've seen i haven't i'm I haven't been following quite too closely with him um but in this day and age, swap deals just don't seem to happen. You get a player that will like you get situations like uh, United and Arsenal with Mkhitaryan and Sanchez, where um, like that that seems to be compl- the, the complete outlier. Uh, most of the time, you get players getting sold one way, and then another player getting sold the other way. So it's not technically a swap deal. It's more sort of balancing the books and um and uh making sure that agents fees and and uh appearances and all those kind of appearance rights is usually the, the key one that holds stalls these kind of deals back. Uh so Farrell, could you see that happening? I, I know I've just spent <laughs> the last two minutes saying it's not
2: happening, but you know. I do almost wonder if a lot of this speculation does follow on from that level of expectation around Marco Grujic leaving this summer as um, I think a lot of reports certainly expect him to do so. Um, that's assuming, of course, we're still trying to reach that reported target from the Athletic, which is uh, £60 million in a transfer fee. You'd assume Grujic would probably go for between 10 to £15 million, um, at which point you know, Porto, Porto could be an interesting party. I think uh, Hoffenheim... Have also been linked. I've, I'm not sure if a swap deal will happen. Certainly, because I don't think we're, we're genuinely interested in Otavio. Um, so I just don't. I can't see that happening. It's it's almost so left of, left fulfilled. You almost feel like it is. It is a Liverpool transfer in terms of no no one had any idea of this of any interest on Liverpool's part, which very very much sort of sounds tracks with sort of a lot of our recent sort of transfer activity. But I, just, I just can't see that happening. I could see Gruetz going to Porto, but I, I can't see it being as part of a swap deal. So uh,
0: I think the whole, like, unanimously, we, we we don't believe that this this is going to happen. Uh, one that you know has maybe a little bit more weight to it. I don't. I'm not quite sure. Is Christoph Baumgartner? Uh, he's a 21 year old Austrian attacking midfielder uh, currently at Hoffenheim. Uh, he's been linked to us by Kicker um the i think the german publication um currently contracted it until june 30th 2025 he's made four appearances and gotten has gotten one goal at the euros uh and this season he's made 41 appearances nine goals seven assists
1: uh ste do you believe there's anything in this one I, th- I think this is similar, but it's a bit more of a notable player, isn't it? I mean, if if Garner hadn't asked, scored the goal against Ukraine, was it? I think, um had he not done that, I think he would have flown under the radar as well. Like, don't get me wrong, he's played quite well, Um, but I think it would have been another sort of obscure uh, link. But kicker are... Uh, quite a reputable outlet so mm. it, it would be a surprise if they're just making stuff up I certainly wouldn't accuse them of doing it not that I'm accusing the Portuguese publications of doing that but I'd but they're probably being line by um, by an agent or something like that um, and it wouldn't surprise me if this is the same although this does seem like a more realistic sign for Liverpool um, especially considering the player plays for so Hoffenheim and German, uh, German uh, uh, Jürgen Klopp has a lot of links in German football and of course, we signed Firmino um, from Hoffenheim, so there's a relationship there with the two clubs. So it makes sense. But I'm just wondering whether that's the reason the links there. It just makes sense.
0: Mm. I mean, he he plays on the left of uh, Hoffenheim's 4-2-3-1 formation. Uh, and speaking to Kicker in the past, uh, the players said that he, he likes playing in a 4-2-3-1 as a number ten. That's that's my favorite position. I also enjoy playing deeper, but I'm growing up. Uh, but growing up, I always wanted that attacking midfielder. I was always that attacking midfielder. So, you know, he, he's uh, he's been also likened by the Bundesliga's uh, official website uh, to be similar to uh, Michael Ballack in his uh, in play style, which, I mean, out of all the players that you could be likened to, I mean, you can't really go wrong with a Michael Ballack uh, Farrell. Do you think uh, do you think that Baumgartner is a is a is a link that we should be actually taking taking notice of?
2: I would take the link more seriously than I would Ottavio, but not not to this, the sense that I'd be losing uh, my my mind over this just yet. I think um, very much as Steve has pointed out, you do have to question whether those links would have surfaced if he hadn't scored against Ukraine in the European Championship. Um, what does make this link? particularly interesting is his versatility, which you, which you've touched on. Certainly he's played as um, a forward uh, for the Austrian national side. Um, interesting, actually scored as an attacking midfielder uh, behind on against Ukraine um, has played as central midfielder can play also wide midfield. So that you've got to think that sort of level of versatility would really appeal to sort of Klopp and the recruitment team. Um, but as you've also pointed out, he's more of a sort of perceived to be in a sort of attacking central midfielder rather than sort of a direct one Alden replacement. But then again, you can also argue, given how when we first signed Alden, the role he played for Newcastle, he's certainly young enough to be moulded by Klopp into the sort of midfielder he'd want. But it also depends also what direction Klopp sees this midfield going in.
0: Yeah. Uh, so uh, basically, uh, according to transfer market, his value is 19.8 million pounds. There's no release clause that we know of. Uh, Hoffenheim won't let him go easily or cheaply um, because he's contracted for another you know four years three years. Three years, four years, 2025. Uh, Manchester United are allegedly also interested. So I mean but the thing is uh, and the, what I'm seeing cropping up with most of these links, is uh, and it's the same for the next one that we're going to talk about it seems like uh a lot of clubs at the moment are are, are preying on the fact or agents at, at least are preying on the fact that we've got this hole in the midfield of, of wijnaldum that's just upped and left um allegedly his replacement is already at the club in the form of tiago uh, at least that was what the line that was fed to us from the the english journalists uh last last summer uh but you know it seems as though we're getting linked with a lot of players and then you're getting man city's man united's chelsea's like they they're all preying on these players we're we're getting thrown into the mix to draw up interest in a lot of these uh which is Part of the course when you're a club that's this big i mean it's it's nice that we are now in that caliber of club uh after after how many years of sort of you know the hodgson era and uh, rogers era we weren't really being linked with like these kind of players so i mean like you, taking a a step back and looking at where we are as a club it's a much nicer thing to be, be in this situation um Stee, Final word on Baumgartner. Yay or nay?
1: Well, It's, it's like, you, like you touched on there. We're linked with so many midfielders. It happened uh, over the winter. We were linked with Botman and Coletta Carr and Kabak. Obviously, we eventually signed Kabak. There could be some truth in it. There might not be some truth in it. It's hard to know. It's hard to know who to trust these days as well in terms of sources. So, um, I don't know. I wouldn't get too excited like Fowl said. Um, but you know you never know you can never really rule these things out and that's why the rumor mill keeps turning
0: okay so finally uh for the transfers potentially coming in uh Saul uh, Saul Niguez Niguez I I butcher names so badly this should be like a recurring theme uh he's a 20 obviously the 26 year old spanish central and defensive midfielder for atletico at atletico madrid uh and uh, he's been contracted until June 30th, 2026. Uh, but this last season, he's made 41 appearances, you know, two goals, one assist. Farrell, what do you think of these rumors? <laughs> what do you make of this?
2: It's one that you'd you think would be sort of quite well suited um, at a clock in Liverpool. I'd, I'm just not sure I'd buy it in terms of the valuation, obviously. Some reports have linked him to us for around 40 million euros, which I, I think is obscenely cheap given his contract isn't set to run out for another five years. Um, of course, you know, that's not forgetting also that long ago, this is a player that, you know, Guillaume sort of described as being sort of a I'm paraphrasing a perfect sort of all rounder. Um, what one I would like to be, to be true, but I just, I'm, I'm not sure I believe in it.
0: Now, he's, he's certainly in that caliber of, of player that you would like to be joining the, the club, whether the club can af- afford to be bringing in that caliber of player is, is another story in itself. Uh, what I like about this is the fact that it, it's a, uh, he's a central and defensive midfielder, uh, which allows for, uh, like you, you touched upon uh, with the last one, it's uh, flexibility especially after we've come off the, the back of a season where we've had literally everyone in the kitchen sink playing in central defense. Uh, I think the club are now sort of reveling in looking for players that have that flexibility. So having, a, uh, having another player that can play in, cent- uh, in defensive midfield uh, allow, would allow for Fabinho to, to play in central defense should there be a need for it. Hopefully that need never comes. We all cross off our them our fingers. And we all touch wood that that never happens. But after last season, who knows? So having that flexibility to have uh, a player step back and then still have someone of quality step back into that role without the f- whole formation just falling apart because that's what pretty much what happened last season is you 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 brought the the midfield into defense and then just all it all fell on its ass. Uh, Stee, is that would you would you agree with that line of thinking,
1: or do
0: you think there's just
1: there's just nothing in this? Both, um, I agree with the line of thinking. It makes a lot of sense. A bit like the other transfer rooms, they all kind of make a bit of sense because uh, it's kind of what Liverpool need. And with the contract with his contract running for so long, you sort of wonder, especially because uh, Sal was left out of the. Spain squad for Euro 2020 after mm-hmm. being, you know, um, quite a permanent fixture in the team. So you just wonder at, at the age of 26, maybe it is a chance uh, for him to maybe move on and refresh things a bit with himself because he's made a lot of appearances for Atletico last season, but he has lost a little bit of footing in the team. He's not as uh, he's not as vital. It doesn't seem anyway that he was as vital as he used to be. And for Liverpool, uh, that's why I like the rumor so much. He's got that bit of dark arts about them that we haven't seen for a while in the squad. It'd be nice to have someone with a bit of, bit of a a bit of evil in them. You know what I mean? Someone who's working to Simeone.
0: Yeah, the, the Simeone uh art school of of dark arts is 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 one that I think we should all aspire to have, even though you know we've done quite well with the the fair play league over the last couple of seasons. I think well, uh, have we topped it pretty much every season for the last five years or something deaf
1: like that sounds about right yeah.
0: something something like that um i think that might just go completely out the window if we uh if we took too much into that uh but farrell uh you know do you think that uh it's a it's a a, a purchase that we should be making with in, in terms of flexibility with the squad and and whatnot, or is, is this the kind of the, the, the uh, positions that we should be looking for, rather than just completely replacing
2: Genie Wild Aldum, like for like? I think it's an absolutely critical position um, to be looking at, I think, even more so than the forward line, which is um, the other area uh, that a lot of the reports have been linking us in terms of uh, sourcing new players. Um, in terms of soul, I think he has he has that bit about that sort of level of sort of flexibility, both tactically and sort of position, positionally, that would make him a very suitable purchase. It just very much depends what our budget looks like. That's still something of an unknown. You know, it, it's not been clarified whether the sixty million figure tout in terms of the value we're trying to reach in player sales will be our budget beyond what we've spent already on Canate. Um, if it extends beyond that sort of figure, then I'd, very, I'd be very curious to see whether soul fits in that sort of general target. I think in terms of what this midfield needs, I'd I'd be very interested to see him in the in the side. I think he does I think we're still touching on there with the dark arts of um Classico Madrid. I think he's, he's got that bit about him. Uh so I mean
0: you, you you touched on it right there. Uh the the transfer budget is still like you say it's 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 so up in the air. No one really knows uh, The only thing we know is that uh, (laughs) we probably won't be going in for a for someone the likes of Jadon Sancho or no matter how much we're linked, the likes of Jadon Sancho and Mbappe or someone like that. But then again, we could be we could have those reserves in the tank to just sort of make a one off payment or have some sort of deal with Nike to try and bring in a Nike athlete uh, with some sort of, you know, not under the table deal, but you know, like some sort of like, um, appearances, marketing focused deal. Uh, but again, it's, it just seems as though for about the the fourth, fifth transfer window in a row, it's like, we're looking at an empty war chest. Uh, the war chest is, is, you know, it's got a couple of, couple of pennies and a a chocolate bar at the bottom and it's not even a Freddo. It's uh, it's, it's just like, you know, the, the, I I don't want to, I don't want to insult Sainsbury's value or Tesco's value chocolate because it's good chocolate, but you know what I mean? It's, it's the cheap stuff. Um, so yeah, so it's just, I just... We need we need some sort of clar- clarification on 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 where we stand, but that we're not going to get that because then that leaves us open to agents going, oh, uh-huh, they've got this much. Oh, well, you know, if if we make a a deal that's worth uh, bloated figures, you know, you end up in situations like Man United have been in the last couple of seasons where they've been spending ridiculous amounts of money on Harry Maguire, for example. So yeah, it's the ongoing enigma that is Liverpool's transfer budget is, uh, is one that will still confuse us for for the years to come. So uh, I just want to wrap things up. Uh, So yesterday France got, uh, France got knocked out of the, uh, the Euros uh, as they were the, uh, the favorites going into the competition and they're they're now out, uh, knocked out by Switzerland and, uh, yeah a, a jordan Shakiri uh masterclass as as usual um mbappe was the one who missed the uh, the final penalty uh and uh so obviously he's uh, he's he's shocked uh he's a psg player obviously but we we've, we've been heavily linked to him for the last couple of years uh, and he came out with this this statement which is saying very difficult to turn the page the sadness is immense after the, uh, this elimination. We are not able to achieve our objective. I am sorry for this penalty. I wanted to help the team, but I failed. I, 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 it will be hard to sleep, but, sad, uh, but sadly these are the risks of the sport that I love so much. I know that you, the fans, are disappointed, but I would still like to thank you for your support and for having always believed in us. The most important thing. Will be to get up even stronger for the challenges to come. Congratulations and good luck to Switzerland. Um, so hopefully, you know, he seems like he's bummed out, but hopefully, like if if there were any rumor, any truth in the rumors that we were after Mbappe, which I think that they've been sort of absolutely shot down by anyone reputable on this side of the of the pond, uh, on this side of the pond, in this country. Uh, you know, if those rumors were like still light, he's going to be worth a little bit less than he was last night. I think we can all agree that, like, uh the, the inflated euro fee won't come to fruition. He's had a bit of a stinker of a tournament, uh, but Sturridge, uh, agent Sturridge, agent Danny Sturridge, has uh, has come out and said everyone needs to chill with the jokes and showed some love and support to the young talent Kylian Mbappe uh this guy is world class at 22 he will only be get, he will only get better and learn from tonight can't wait to see your comeback and be even better next season bro stay strong i love these kind of like um the these like players from around the footballing world kind of coming together and patting each other on the back, especially when there's a little bit of a Liverpool link. Uh, I know back in the day, Gerard uh, was famously asked to text everyone under the sun to see if they would come and join us. Uh, do you think there'll be some, uh, Little nudges under the table from uh, from Liverpool management to all the players to be like, hey, just you know, send send Mbappe some love. Steve, do you think do you think that's something that would happen,
1: or is that... uh, maybe? I mean, I, I could see it coming from the likes of John Henry. Obviously, is met with Mbappe in the past um, on, his plane, think, no uh, on his plane, no less on his plane, no less, to a little talk. Um, yeah, I think I think there's a chance the likes of um, Fabinho, uh, Conate, who obviously played with Mbappe. I don't know if Conate's actually played with Mbappe, but they certainly know each other. Mm. Um, Fabinho used to play with uh, Mbappe. I, I could see those kind of players being asked to sort of maybe shoot some messages. They probably already have on their own a to be honest, especially Conate. Um, but yeah, I mean, just touching on storage there. I mean. Those two players do have a little bit of history. Um, They did uh, once bump into each other and they share the next couple of Instagram photos. Uh, You've also got, um, while he was uh, at Monaco, Bay, obviously. He he did Daniel Sturridge's celebration after scoring a goal once. Um, So there's a little bit of love there already. And um, I have no doubt, not on but but good and positive vibes that we come from Anfield, from Bay.
0: The the execution of that dance wasn't perfect. I'd give it like a uh, six out of ten, maybe. It was like almost there. Uh, but yeah. Farrell, uh, do you? Like, what do you think is the overall likelihood of an Mbappe happening? I mean, even though it's been shut down, we've got to have some hope, surely. It's going to happen, like Mbappe twenty twenty seven or something. Please, just give me some, some hope.
2: Ah, oh, honestly. With all my heart, I would love, absolutely love, to give some hope of an Mbappe deal. I think that I would just, you know, f- forget midfield signings. If you if you ju- if they just announced Mbappe and left it at that, it would blow people's minds. It would blow Europe's minds. But it's sadly not one you can re- we can realistically see happening, especially not without further a further indication in terms of the size of our budget. Um, what makes I suppose what keeps the links coming is the fact these contracts expiring next summer. So Mm. there's that constant level of speculation in terms of, you know, is his value just sort of slowly sliding down, you know, are PSG really going to risk letting him go on a free next year when they could recoup over 60, 70, 80, even, you know, 80 million pounds for his services. I I don't think, I don't think they'll be prepared to see him go for free next summer. I just don't think Liverpool, the Tide, who could afford to fork out that figure. Um of course the question is who can because if you, even Real Madrid have also been linked uh ha- having their own sort of financial struggles. there have been talks about offloading uh sort of deadwood. I think they've got um a few that could go for some serious cash. Which would go towards a deal but in terms of from Liverpool's end I can't really see anything happening at the moment sadly.
0: I mean he's a he's a French player playing in France uh after that, the whole you know the whole country's weight will be on him. <laughs> every single match, every single away fan will be jeering him, and uh, you know it, that the pressure is going to increase. Uh, Steve, do you think that's going to encha- just regardless of Liverpool? Do you think that's going to increase the chance of him leaving this summer, um, especially with? uh, PSG, you know, the contract situation, like Farrell says, like you, you, you might not make any, well, you might not get, this is his last, the last chance to make some money off him, uh, unless they can get that contract renewed. So do you think that this sort of amps up, like, you know, turns the, turns the, the knob up a little bit on the, on the old r- the fireplace, on the old cooker? I can't think of analogies right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, <laughs> I think it'll knock the heat up in the kitchen, yeah, definitely. There we Uh, go. (laughs) uh, Yeah, there'll be, there'll definitely be some sort of, um, he'll he'll know, he'll know himself. And, you know, PSG aren't exactly a well liked club in France Um, for obvious reasons. They're very similar to Manchester City over here in terms of the way they found success. Uh, Obviously, a much bigger club uh, now and before uh, the finance came along. Uh, But, um, yeah, there's going to be pressure everywhere he goes next next year, and it wouldn't surprise me. Um, assuming he stays at PSG, there'll be pressure everywhere he goes. Uh, rival fans will be on his case. Um, it's just a matter of fact, and it's it's a crying shame because uh, he's he's only 22, same age as Trent Alexander Arnold, and it just makes you think. You know, I, 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 obviously he's won the World Cup, uh, done that at a young age, but. Um, you have to wonder, uh, at the age of 22 yourself, would you have been able to put up with that sort of pressure? Obviously, we're talking about a, a world-class athlete, but, you know, it's, it's a lot of pressure for a young person to be under. And you just sort of think, yeah, he could just cut ties with France and just say, you know what? I'm going to go try something new. He stated before, um, I'm not sure publicly, but, um, certainly privately that he wants to play for Real Madrid one day. That seems like the most likely transfer. Um, but yeah, if, you know, if there's a move for, there's a potential move to Liverpool on the horizon. I think we need to do something about it and um, fast. I would
0: say, yeah. Uh, the the links from Mbappe to anywhere will never will never sit like even if he moves to a new club, I, I reckon there'll still be someone saying that he'll be moving to Liverpool in the next in the next couple of uh, transfer windows. Uh, but yeah, I think that's that's kind of all we've got time for uh, today. So thank
1: you to Steve and Farrell. And we will catch you next time for another edition of Red Nets.